What was it that the pig would always say on a hot summer day? I need a cool glass of mud bath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bacon! (laughs) Bacon in the shade. I kind of thought you'd get that one. Well, you know. (laughs) I was slow to the gate. Usually I get those, don't I? You know, because you think of sizzling pigs, you think of bacon, right? I'm bacon. Yeah, sizzling pigs in the sun. Yeah, but yep. you know what? I don't think pigs would really announce they were bacon because that they, would just not be. They would not want to do that. That would not be very pigly, would it? No, it would not. It would not be very <laughs> life prolonging. For That's them. what I'm saying. Oh, pigly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I love bacon, and I shouldn't. I wouldn't, need to wean myself from that. Wouldn't be big for the piglitude. Yeah. I love bacon, P- too. Piglitude, yeah. yeah. Should yeah. be its own food group. And I'm so freaking lazy. I get that bacon that's already cooked, and then I just zap it in the zap microwave. It. Who has time for? <laughs> who has time to fry bacon anymore? I ain't got no time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right now, I got to be out in the pool because it is summer, summer, <laughs> oh my gosh i just love you know i was thinking our theme is not summer yes and, and i know we're going to introduce ourselves in a moment mm-hmm. but i was thinking that on the drive-in i was thinking you know yes today's going to be 110 112 heat index i know it's hot i know it's brutal i know it's dangerous for some people mm-hmm. but to me it is glorious <laughs> i just love summer and i walk out and it's i feel like i'm walking in another yeah you can't breathe but but that's I, glorious it is just a for, i love summer glory days glorious sun summer yeah so, yeah we were trying to be on here on wacky pine life where your co-host sean and bill are we're talking about uh, something to do for this week's episode we don't mm-hmm. have a, a recent poem in the museum that's jumped out at us so right i just thought it's summer it's summer. It's right in front of us. It's on top of us. It's a you know. It's a it's oppressing us. You know. We've had trees down and thunderstorms and heat waves. So it's like Mother Nature is saying, "Talk about me." Yeah. Right. The mosquitoes are circling around you, and the gnats and and the ticks are jumping on you, sucking out sucking out enough blood that you need a transfusion. But we don't care. Summertime, time, time. Summertime, and the sucking is easy. Blood is flowing. Uh-huh. Down my leg, <laughs> you know, ticks are humming. I have friends who are I have friends who are tickophobic, and I just made that up. You know, and I get it. Ticks are. Not, I bet. Oh, I'm sure there's a phobia for ticks oh, out no there doubt. somewhere. You yeah. know, yeah. and and by the way, I I spoke to your lover, the uh, online. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what do you call him? The online etymology Ed- dictionary. Etymolo- you etymology. actually spoke to him. I I, qu- I asked him a question. Ticks. <laughs> Did you know ticks are not insects? Oh, what are they? They're arachnids. Arachnids, which makes well, them that makes sense. Makes yeah. them more 
mm-hmm. scary to think it's a spider derivative sucking blood out of your body. I love spiders, though. I, I really spider. do. I saved a black widow a couple of weeks ago. He was he was he was at in the cab. That is loving spiders right there. He was in the corner of a cab. She was she she was in the corner of a cabin (laughs) window out the exterior, glossy black. I thought I've never seen you before. (laughs) She made her nice web. Well, like moving slowly, got her down on a leaf, looked at her, thought I'm not gonna smash you. She had the red hourglass abdomen. I carried her to the other side of the road and tossed her, and that probably doomed her. But I didn't smash her. So, <laughs> now, if it was a brown recluse, it would have been gone. It's over with. It's gone. No summertime for you, brown none, recluse. None. No. <laughs> no. Edwin Till would have been proud of me. Yeah. So, yes, here in Oklahoma, where we come to you from the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in Locust Grove, northeastern Oklahoma, green country, the prettiest part of the it state. It is pretty. Mm-hmm. It is hot. Oh, with the capital It is ha. steamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a good time to talk about summer, summertime and summer poems because there's a lot of those out there, too. A lot. A lot of lovely poems about summer. Summer inspires lots of things, mm-hmm. from songs to poetry to uh you know, outdoor activities, you know, just lots of things. Yes, I was Mm -hmm. floating around in the pool um, a couple of days ago, and I was going through, you know, YouTube, finding some good songs, and, of course, I had to listen. And they're old, you know. Mm -hmm. I listened to all the old ones. Mm -hmm. Summer in the City. Hot Down Summer in the City. Love and Spoonful. Yeah. Love and Spoonful. Yeah. Feel. Feel. Spoonful. I think Spoonful. (laughs) I was th- Back in my neck, getting dirty and gritty. Cool cat looking for a kitty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I was thinking this morning, I'm so thankful for my older brothers who gave me the gift of the Stones and old music mm-hmm. and, and Simon and Garfunkel and Bachman Turner Overdrive, all that great old stuff that I would mm-hmm. never have been exposed to. Yeah. So thankful. I looked up all those lyrics, too, because I couldn't understand a few of the things he was saying, even though I've been singing that song all my life. Mm-hmm. And it's it's got some pretty cool uh, metaphors in it. Well, that particular song, it's uh-huh. very urban. Yeah. It's, very, it's not like country scenes. This is city... Right in this heart of the city. Right, mm-hmm. and it's it's bad that you know his neck's getting dirty and gritty, and you know he's been down in it a pity. Yeah, um, yeah but, but all around people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk, hotter than a match. Hotter head. than a match. Isn't head. that a great simile? Yeah, but, you, but, the, but then you transition. <laughs> but at night, it's a different world. So go out and find a girl. girl. Yeah. 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 Go get go get the kitty. Do you have <laughs> go get that kitty. Go get that kitty, you cool cat. Um do you have a favorite summer song? Is, um, that, is that too much yes. of a okay. Yes. All right. Because it was another one that I uh, looked up on the uh on the YouTubes while I was floating, Sills and Croft. Oh ding ding ding. Summer breeze that's makes of, me Sean, feel fine. That's one of my that's that's tied with my favorite. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um It's beautiful. Flowing like the jasmine. Through yes, my mind. Yes. And see, yeah. that's another line, you know, about songs. I, I kept thinking, I'm, I'm probably singing this wrong because that doesn't make any sense. And, Blowing through the jasmine. And I did look it up at one time and I, yeah. Is it correct? Am I singing it correctly? Yeah, it is. Makes but me feel fine. Flowing yeah. with the jasmine in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So the jasmine is a scent that oh, it's he remembers. An intoxicating scent. Yeah, because it yeah. comes back up in the song too. There are summer scents of, fl- of flowers, magnolias, jasmine, honeysuckle, gardenias, mim- gardenias, mimosa. Mm-hmm. They all have the intoxicatingly sweet scents. Right, right. That only summer brings out. Yeah. You know, 
the heat of summer brings that out. Oh, I know. I wrote a poem the other day about the mimosa. I'm going to read about that. Oh, you to, are? I'm going to yeah. read it because I really loved it. Because I walk out on my porch, and there's nothing blooming right around my porch except that mimosa tree, and it's just, whew, you and just smell it as soon as you walk out. They're called bird of paradise trees, and are hummingbird they? loves they're them. They're beautiful they, trees. They're beautiful trees, but don't park underneath them. I parked yeah. underneath one when I first moved to Oklahoma. No one told me it's like parking under a bucket of syrup, <laughs> but it's fine. You know, it's just that it's hard. You have to chisel it off your windshield, <laughs> the, the nectar from the blooms. Yeah, I know. People don't like those trees, but I just think they're beautiful, and I love them. Oh, oh, I wanted to go back, though, to, okay. to the summer in the city because I was talking yes, about yeah. the uh, the poetry of it because, some you know, there's a lot of songs. They're not really poetic. They're just catchy. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. that simile of, you know, hotter than a match head yeah. was really cool. And then I also like the one where he says, going to look in every corner of the city till I'm wheezing like a bus stop. I don't recall Isn't that. Isn't that cool? The, uh, Wheezing oh, like a bus yes, stop, running it. up the stairs, going to meet you on the rooftop. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a, that's a I mean, cool there, simile, there's some too. Good, there's some good imagery there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And being in the city with all the concrete and skyscrapers, it's 10 degrees hotter than other places so that is hotter than a match hit yeah and mm-hmm. you would be wheezing like a bus stop oh man <laughs> that's right that's right yeah yeah so summertime yeah. My it's, it's kind of you know one of those you know you, we were talking before we started about it's a season that so many people write about and i think that's why because there's such a contrast mm-hmm. with it that you just it's a love-hate thing that people have with well, the season People are tend to be out and about, mm-hmm. at least in the early parts of the summer days, summer mornings. Um, but it, it, it seem, seems to evoke um, um, creativity. You know, you want to be in the water. You want to be out. You want to be on the beach. You want to be up in the mountains even. You mm-hmm. want to be out and about um, camping, summer you know, camping trips. And it's so conducive. My favorite summer song is by Don Henley, mm-hmm. The Boys of Summer. And even though it's waning on the edge of summer, summer's failing, mm-hmm. summer's winding down, the images looking back on summer, mm-hmm. I can see you shining in the sun. I see you uh, with the top down, your wayfarers on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such good imagery. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. The Boys of Summer is my favorite song. Um, number one point right behind it is Seals and Crofts, Summer Breeze. <laughs> yes, Summer Breeze. Summer Breeze. Makes me feel mm. fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. The yeah. opening uh, guitar riff of that song is really cool. And there's some sort of xylophone, uh, uh, some sort of a uh, percussion instrument that they're playing with that too. Dun, 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 yes. Dun, 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 dun. Now, I don't want to copyright infringement, sorry, but it's just uh, <laughs> But it's another unusual. one. It's another one, and, and I looked up the lyrics too mm-hmm. to make sure I had it right. Because like I said, I, I did know about the... The jasmine thing, uh, thing that sounded kind of, kind of strange to me, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it has such great uh, visual and tactile and even auditory imagery in it. Yeah. You know, it starts with that "see the curtains," see the curtains hanging in the hanging window, in the window, on in the, the evening, evening on a Friday, Friday night, night, and the and light the shining through the window, and that lets him know everything's going to be, be all right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. The paper on the sidewalk, the music from the house next door. Um, Absolutely. The jasmine's in bloom. It's got some personification. July is dressed up and playing her, her tune. tune. July's dressed up and, <laughs> and July's just about to enter the stage, isn't she? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Here comes July. Yeah. So, very poetic summer song. Also, Seals and Crofts. Are they still around? Well, we lost, <clears throat> we lost, um, we lost one of them, Crosby. Okay. 
um, David Crosby, didn't we lose recently? Um, which is unfortunate, but you know, he, he, I guess, man, what a con- I was thinking, what a contribution when you pass and you have left this legacy. What a contribution mm-hmm. to leave, you yeah. know. Absolutely. Bill, I was, do you know what a frog's favorite summertime treat is? Um, a grasshopper on ice. <laughs> you got half the word. Okay, um, Hopsicles. Hopsicles. <laughs> Hopsicles. Oh. I, inter- I interrupted you. you Folks, gotta, you save gotta, me. Save me. <laughs> you got a book open over there. My favorite author. Okay. Edwin Waitiel, everyone. Uh-huh. You need to look him up. I'm holding my favorite book of all time in my hand. He has an int- a and walk, the name of the book is a walk through the year, mm-hmm. and there's an entry for every day, and today's entry is really appropriate for what we're talking about, and I just love the way he describes everything he sees, and it's very brief, and I want to read it for today. When July comes, summer shifts into high gear. Days of hazy, shimmering heat arrive. Hay loads roll in from the mowing fields. Gray young starlings and new-winged blackbirds gather in flocks and settle on the open pastures. In July, we are in the month that looks forward and backward, forward to autumn, backward to spring, watching the new birds flocking together, seeing in them one of the earliest signs of fall. We experience each year the same feeling, Thoreau recalled in his journal, how early in the year it begins to be late. But at the same time, we sense that this rushing onward to autumn We are conscious that everywhere around us there remain evidences of the spring. We are still in the time of the little things. Little rabbits, newly fledged birds, sprouts of trees struggling upward, young woodchucks feeding in the meadows, tadpoles and minnows swarming in the shallows at the pond edge. We are still in the time of the new, the time of the rejuvenation of the world. Ooh, that's beautiful. I just love. I mean, this is just one. Of, I mean, every every entry. Excuse me. Every entry is just a. That was not. That was my. I was scra- scraping. Every entry is just so descriptive. I like the time of the little things. Time of the little things. The time of the little and, things. And you know, I always think of June twenty first as being bittersweet. It's the longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. Every day afterward will be a little shorter. Mm-hmm. And we're recording today on the last day, last of, day June. of June. Mm-hmm. So, and then he also, Jeez, he had a reference in there that was kind of interesting to July being the month of looking back and mm-hmm. then looking forward. So it's kind of like January. Mm-hmm. And January with the symbol of Janus, the two-headed man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. for mythology, yes. looking both forward and, mm-hmm. and backward. Cool. Yeah. I just thought that's kind of, I, I wanted to read the entry. I thought, what does he say about today? Mm-hmm. So. And he's writing in prose, right? Mm-hmm. And that could almost uh, be a poem, you know. Yes. Because of, oh, yes. Because of the, the depth of the, the His other books are more imagery. descriptive, yeah. are, are more of novel-like. This is more poetic, A Walk Through the mm-hmm. Year. So mm-hmm. whenever I find this book anywhere, I purchase it. Yeah. To give to someone or to. I need a copy of it, I'll get you a copy. I don't have I've got, one. I've got a few copies. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's. While you were reading that, it, it, it did sound really poetic, and that's one of the things that um, I, I like to talk about on this show or, or what the museum is all about, is that, you know, why do we read poetry and why are people so afraid of it? Um, I think people are afraid of it in large part because there's they know there's something in it that's profound mm-hmm. and that is has deep meaning for their lives. And the people who go to poetry and the people who read it and get immersed in it and like you are, to build, are building up your metaphor 
uh, abilities. You, you mentioned that. I am, you know, I'm, I'm, my metaphor muscle is getting pretty yes. big. Yeah. yeah, it's because you're not afraid mm. of the, the depth of feeling that comes from a really good poem. Mm-hmm. Because even though a poem is not about expressing feelings, it is about evoking them. Mm-hmm. And so when you're able to read something that evokes feelings and you can live with that and you can be present with it, that's the most elevating experience, mm-hmm. I think, that you can have. But there are people who don't come. Sorry, I'm getting really deep. That's but right. there are people who yeah, don't yeah. really come in the, the museum, I think, it's, and that's partly it. The fear is not just because they don't think they can understand poetry. I think the fear is that they do understand it mm-hmm. and that there's something there that we shy away from. You that's know? very interesting. On, yeah. Yeah. And so even if you're writing a poem or a song that's about something like summer, uh, you can show the depth of, yeah. of meaning that, that is behind it, like he, uh, Edwin Waitill did in that passage there. It's, it's not just about, oh, being hot and complaining, you know, I'm going to go get in the water or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is, like you said, with that image of looking back and looking forward, and this is the time of little things, and all of those things that make uh, poetry what it is, a, a, a way of looking at well, life that you hadn't thought you about. You do what Edwin Till does, Sean. You immerse yourself in observation. Well, you immerse yourself. Well, thank you. But, you know, there's, <laughs> that is rare to immerse yourself and to see the treasure in noticing. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh, it's, all, it's like a superpower. It is so, such a great thing to do and, and, and to communicate that effectively. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah. and, and it is hard to do in summer, Oh, you know, mm-hmm. because you, you just want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I do too. I just mm-hmm. want to sit my lazy boy in the air conditioning, <laughs> you know, with the ceiling with your... fan going on above me. Yes, yes, understood. <laughs> Under, you know, sometimes it is not easy to be out and about. Yet, mm-hmm. what we were talking about before we started recording, I love to be in the water. Mm-hmm. I love the feel of the water. Yeah. In the summer. Are you an Aquarius? Is your, is no. Your, yeah, you're not, okay. I'm a fire sign. I'm, I'm an Aries. Sign. You're an, oh, you, the, true. You're, <laughs> I'm a fire sign, too, but you're more of a fire sign. <laughs> you're a ram. I'm a, I'm a lion. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a vain little, you know, <laughs> glamping lion, but I'm a lion nonetheless. So. Well, I, I am an overwhelming, you know, go crazy kind of, I'm waving my hands in the air. You all, you all can't, uh, see that because you're you got, listening to us but Sean, you got some, i'm over the top Sean, aries you got you got some big horns <laughs> <laughs> you know and there's nothing wrong with that i nothing do wrong with that. but i like to take these old big horns and get in the water yes so yeah. um and in fact this well, afternoon we're gonna get the pool and have some blue lagoon but l- even, blue lagoon even your writings even your writings you you go back to the water uh the lakes the streams the creeks uh, yeah. All around here, you yeah. know, they're part of your, they're part of your childhood. They're part of your summers, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, if people grow up being in the water, mm-hmm. you know, you have a different, I think, experience with it than those who don't. Who don't? Yeah, and I don't, it doesn't even have to be natural waters. If you grew up, you know, going to the pool, that's cool. that's an experience with yes, water, it is. and that's basically what I swim in now because I'm too old and decrepit to get in the creek in the lake. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the ocean. The ocean knocks me down. So yes, it's getting in the pool. Spring Creek, it's not far from here, feeds into the Illinois River. Mm-hmm. Is right. a spring-fed creek. Mm-hmm. It is ultra clear. It is cold. It's Even, the most pristine one oh, in it is, Oklahoma. It is wonderful. We used to go camping there as a child, and I it was like it's like the 
what I would think the ocean would be crystal clear. Mm -hmm. Crawdads, bass, minnows that are red and green and blue. Mm -hmm. Very, all around very you. cold. Very cold. cold. And yeah. you almost lose your breath when you get in it. But mm -hmm. once you're in it, you think, I can deal with this. Mm -hmm. And I stay in it. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. Even if it's only a few inches. You mm -hmm. can lie down in water that's only a Absolutely. few inches. Absolutely. <laughs> and just let it flow around you. Yeah. It's, it, it is sort of, uh, I, I don't know, maybe spiritual for some people. I love it. I love the way it just relaxes you. Mm -hmm. I love water. I love the sound of water. Well, I mean, it's, it's no, you, you mentioned spiritual. It's There's no mystery about why people, you know, Certainly. water and baptism and religious ceremonies Certainly. and how that all goes together. Yeah. yeah. Because it is a, um, it is a metaphor for purification and transformation. And isn't it interesting? There's the exact amount of salt in blood as there is in the ocean. Uh, John F. Kennedy thought that that's interesting yes. to me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, we're just going we're on. We're getting deep. We got all we're, kinds of things but, we have to but say you know about what? You know, you know why we're getting deep, people? Because we're talking about water. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to drown. We got our noodles. Oh, but. and okay. Now I have to. I didn't comment about this, but the opening to this segment, uh, I'm I'm sorry that you all had to uh, witness this, but that was me playing the organ. Once again, and, <laughs> and I was—I I recorded it, and then I was listening to it uh, back as as Bill walked into the museum here this morning. And he's, what'd you say something about? I said, it? "I'm sorry, am I interrupting? Call to service, <laughs> call call to altar. You call to altar call here. Sorry." See, and that's the thing about an organ; it doesn't matter what song you're playing; it does sound like a like a church hymn. Right. But I I have a fun little Magnus organ that I. Bought from a flea market during the pandemic, and it's just uh, got me through. You got your money's worth. I got my money worth out of that sucker. But anyway, so in one of my, my Magnus uh, songbooks in the good old summertime was in there. And a song from 1902 by George Evans and Ron Shields. It and just it reminds me of the flapper era. Oh, yeah. It well, it keeps popping up in movies back. and, and mm -hmm. musicals of that time. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was in, I think it was in that old James Stewart movie, Shop Around the Corner, which was made into the musical that I think oh. was just called In the Good oh. Old Summertime. Okay, yes, yeah. yes, no wonder. Yeah. Right. And it's just a song about, I mean, I looked up the lyrics on that because all I knew was the was the choruses, which is all that played at the beginning of this. In the good old summertime, strolling through the shady lanes with your baby mine. Mm -hmm. You hold her hand and she holds yours, and that's a very good sign mm -hmm. that she's your tootsie wootsie <laughs> in the good old summertime. Tootsie wootsie. Yeah, playing tootsie wootsie. Playing footsie. <laughs> looky, looky, let's go play tootsie wootsie mm -hmm. with the footsies. Oh, those romantic Victorians. <laughs> The romance. The romance. But it's a fun old song. Yes, you know, it, is. it makes you think of people just kind of strolling around, maybe going to go have a picnic. It reminds me of Take Me Out to the Ballpark. It's so, which is another summer song, but it's so familiar to you. You're like, oh, automatically you recognize it. And you're not sure why, but you do recognize it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts when we go to a drillers game is in the seventh inning stretch when yeah. they play that. One. Everybody stands up All right. and sings. Stand up and stretch and sing. <laughs> Yes, yes, right. Uh, what else? Summer's well, time, well, time, time. You know, I know you've got something to read, but I wanted to get something off my chest. Get it off your off chest. My, off my paper. Do it. Because you— We don't want to you, commit a crime. You have been my muse for this week when you said summer, because I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm. it's been a plethora of thoughts. I am proud to be someone's muse. You're my muse, because when I would— um, And you are mine. Thank you. When I— 
uh, was going to school in New Mexico. I spent school years in New Mexico, but I came to Oklahoma in in, 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 in the warmer weather every year. Didn't know New Mexico had summers. Had no idea. <laughs> so I came up with some words that I'd like to read Okay. with today uh, okay. On, on today's topic. Oklahoma was summer. New Mexico was school year. Lockers, classrooms, fall, and football. But Oklahoma was summer. Oven heat blast walking out the front door. Hot skillet sidewalk trails. In or out, the summer mantra. The smell of chlorine and copper tone. The warpy tune of the ice cream truck. The cicadas with their droning tree war against the buzzing grasshoppers in their tall Johnson grass fortresses. Firework stands. Zingo and Keystone. Thunderstorms and lightning bugs. Tan skin leaving flakes and sheets like a lizard shedding its scales. Blue jays and mockingbirds. Nesty plunges and watermelon. Tiger lilies and magnolia blossoms. The fishy smell of old tackle boxes full of rusty hooks and tangled lures. New Mexico was school year, but Oklahoma was summer. That's awesome. I love that, Bill. I particularly like the cicadas with their droning trees. Well, they were at war with the grasshoppers. I could really picture that, them going after. that, That would be a great children's book. The cicadas and the grasshoppers having a war in summer. Absolutely. Who's going to win the war? Yeah. The The buzzing or the droning? The summer battle in the the buzzers and the droners. How about that? We have our army. Johnson Grass is really a fortress, too. You can't get rid of that shit. No. And it's like four, (laughs) it's like three or four or five foot tall. Yeah. You know? And my dad's always saying, don't pull that out. It'll just come back even stronger. And I'm like, Dad, then what am I supposed to do? I'll pull it out. I left out the I left out the word salted watermelon, which I, I meant salted watermelon, because we always you know, salt. It's there, salted but I didn't, watermelon. I, I didn't recite it, but I, I skipped over it. But we always salted our watermelon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, uh, it, maybe I that's a southern thing. Whatever it adds. And so, also, I like uh, in or out the summer mantra. I know. Yeah. In or out. <laughs> you know. Okay. All right. You know who I do that with now? My cats. Oh. I, I, <laughs> I thought it was your grandgirls. No, no, no. It's no. your cats. This morning I was doing it because they wanted to go out. And I'm like, you all don't really want to go out. And they're like, yeah, 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 we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll let you out. And then I was like, oh, they don't want to stay out there all day and in and out. In, in and, and out. out. Yeah. And they look at you like, we know speak the English, but we're going to listen to you. <laughs> oh, but they they were talking to me. Well, I'm glad you liked that. I thought I might pin it on the Oklahoma uh, yes, room please. Back there. Oh, please certainly. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have an uh, exhibit in our back room that's been there since WordFest in April here at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry called Oklahoma Poet Oklahoma. So there's lots of uh, photographs and scenes of Oklahoma. We talked about one of those last episode, the Round Barn at Arcadia. Yeah. And uh, there's prompts back there to write about one of the photographs or just something about Oklahoma or what makes you an Okie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bill. Yeah. Why don't mummies go to summer camp? Um, because they are too wrapped up in themselves to think of anyone else. <laughs> I like that. That's a good answer. But no, they're afraid to relax Next. and unwind. unwind. Oh. <laughs> like, like a spool of string. They don't want to unwind. Because who knows what you're going to get. That's what the summertime is about, mm-hmm. is unwinding. People get to go on vacations. Kids are out of school for the most part. Mm-hmm. Relax and unwind. Relax and unwind, yes. One of my favorite poets is William Carlos Williams. And uh, we got on one of our sister trips. 
when we were going up north, we got to go to Rutherford, New Jersey, mm-hmm. where there's a museum to him, which was really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like this museum. It was really low-key, and you could touch things. Mm-hmm. So I actually got to touch his typewriter. Nice. nice. Yes. Yeah. And then we went to the cemetery where he was buried. And I posted about this on Facebook the other day because I found the pictures of it. His uh, gravestone is incredibly unadorned, and it's just his name and his uh, birth year mm-hmm. and death. And that same trip, we went to um, the cemetery where Thoreau and Emerson and some others are buried. Mm-hmm. And um, there were pencils and pens and all kinds of stuff all over their graves. Oh, yes. And there was yes. nothing on William Carlos Williams' grave. And I, I thought it was kind of sad, but then I thought about it more. No, it appropriately goes with his poetry. Okay. He was okay. an imagist poet, spare image. His famous poem is that the red wheelbarrow, you know, so much depends upon a red wheelbarrow glazed with glazed with rainwater beside the white chickens. But this is another little um, poem of yours called Summer Song. Wanderer moon smiling a faintly ironical smile at this brilliant dew moistened summer morning, a detached, sleepily indifferent smile, a wanderer's smile. If I should buy a shirt your color and put on a necktie sky blue, where would they carry me? <laughs> nice. Pondering in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where should I wander? That's a great word, isn't it? Yes. Wander. The choice. Wander. Yeah. Wanderings. You know, the, uh, Edwin, Edwin's got a book called Wandering Through Winter. Yeah. He does a seasonal book, Spring, Summer, Fall, and Winter. Winter is Wandering Through mm-hmm. Winter. Wander is a wonderful word. It is. Because it just, it, you wander you wander to where the um, where you're led. You know, what's mm-hmm. interesting here? What's interesting here? There's not a direct path. We're wandering. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's kind of like poetry. It's a kind of like approach to poetry of mm-hmm. being open to where it is going to take you mm-hmm. so being open to where the path is going to take you being open to where the poem is going to take you right but this, this is a very character it's not a real well-known poem of uh, williams's but it's very characteristic of him just to take one single image describe it just a little bit describe that wanderer moon and then pose pose an idea or a question about it. You know, you if mentioned- I went to buy a shirt yeah. and a necktie, your color, your color, where would I, would, I go? I was speaking, <laughs> speaking of shirts and neckties. You know, we have uh, Yevtushenko's shirt hanging yes. on the door here. Yes, and, and I, his necktie and too. his necktie. And being immersed an immersive museum, which this is. And I was thinking about this, and maybe this is irreverent. We have we had martial <laughs> arts class inside the museum this week because of the heat of the summer. But, you know, I moved a chair, a particular chair, to the side of the uh, yep, uh, hallway. Yep, riding chair. And I sat in this chair, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm sitting in, in, in the chair that Yevgeny Yevtushenko sat in, probably to write some magnificent poetry. I'm sitting here waiting my turn to do some martial arts moves. And I thought, <laughs> this is so such a cool thing. Appropriate. So I, I, you know, and thank goodness, like you know, I, 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 and I think even Jenny would say, "Oh, sit in it," because oh yeah, you know, it was very would... appropriate to the kind of poet that he was and yes. the kind of man that he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought, how cool is that? I'm sitting in this chair, just casually, and mm-hmm. it's a sort of a famous chair, in my opinion. It's, you know, it's very, got, very much so. Certainly, yeah. yeah. And even the the shirt that Yevtushenko's family has loaned us, uh, that Jenny, his son, brought over to us, it's very. Uh, appropriate to the museum. It's colorful. It's everyday. It looks like it's handmade, mm-hmm. hand tailored. 
and uh, as he was, he was he was mm-hmm. <laughs> he was handmade. He was handmade, hand tailored. Yeah, I yeah, can see and very him, colorful. I could see him wearing a colorful, even a squash blossom over that. Oh know? yeah, just yeah. something that's colorful and uh, native, indigenous. You know, uh, he would have loved this museum. I think. I think. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, shout out if you're anywhere near in the area, if you're going to come by or if you just want to take a special trip. We have a very small and very wonderful little exhibit on Yevgeny Yevchishenko mm-hmm. because he lived in uh, Oklahoma for the last few decades of his life. Yes, yeah. and you're going to be having a celebration coming up. And we're going to celebrate his birthday on July 22nd, mm-hmm. and his son, Jinya, is going to come over and talk about his father and read some poetry, read some poetry. and we're going to do some poetry together mm-hmm. you and i and Eugenia, mm-hmm. and we also are going to have our resident uh, cherokee wonder woman because mm-hmm. she does everything mm-hmm. she works at the rummage store but she's a wonderful artist and yeah. um storyteller mm-hmm. she told me a story the other day she a lot of times she comes in sits down on the couch and starts telling me a story the wise of soap um, is going to translate and uh, a part of one of Yevtushenko's poems and recite it for us in Cherokee. That's another thing he yeah. would have. That's another thing he would have loved. He would have. Yes. Yeah. Right. So we're looking forward to that. It's July twenty second. Details about it are on the museum website rompoetry.com. And that'll be that'll be a special day. Very cool. Yeah. Very in the cool. heat of the summer, we'll in have the, the fans going in here. Hot down, heat of the summer. Come and listen. To Back in my neck, getting dirty yeah. and gritty. Gonna hear some poetry. Okay. I'm in a, the little town. I want to read. I want You know, I've read a poem that I wrote, and thank you for being gracious about it. And you know, but I'm gonna read one of yours. When you say that, you make it sound like I was lying. No, 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 not at all, not at all. But I always wonder. <laughs> What is Sean? I, Sean, this is just me. I always wonder what is Sean going to think of this. You know what I mean. So, but I want to read one of yours that I love. You make me think sometimes. Somebody, somebody told me one time that I was intimidating. I was you like, used to "What be, the hell, Sean? You used to be I'm intimi- not intimidating. You used to be intimidating to me. Uh-huh. Not, not anymore. Okay, thank not you. Not anymore. Uh-uh. No, right. no, no. I All think right. I could. I think I could hold my own. All right. Okay, this was on your poem life post recently, and it's just a couple of days ago, and it just struck summer with me, and I'm going to read it. Weed tree. Late June, time for the mimosa to perfume the day. Musky floral scent, filtering from feathery blooms. I remember you, mimosa, in the childhood home and streets. The wavy beauty of ferny leaves, pink fluff of flowers on grass. I trampled with my bike. Weed tree, some call it. I was a weed too, still am. I did not plant you in my yard, yet you grew right where you were needed. I am a student to your life. Oh, I just love that, Sean. I well, just love, because thank you, and I love to hear other people read my poetry. That's very special. Oh, well, I'm glad, but I know exactly what a mimosa smells like. Yeah, I know the spicy, sweet scent. Yeah, yeah. I know what the blooms look like. Mm-hmm. They're almost like South American exotic flowers. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've seen hummingbirds cover mimosas. Mm-hmm. Feeding from the blooms, yeah. which they do. It's well, it's the only thing in my yard right now that they could get anything from because there's nothing else blooming out there. And yes, they do drop sap and so forth. But again, like the summer in Oklahoma, they're glorious. Mm-hmm. They're glorious. It's kind of like the the trees that I really love. They have that quality of being both messy and, and a lot of people don't like them, and then beautiful because the catawpa. I love the catawpa mm-hmm. tree too, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh my god, you mm-hmm. know it. Branches are always falling. Those big old beans. So, yeah. And they've got some of the biggest caterpillar worms you would ever want yes. to see. The catapa worms, which are fascinating. 
exciting too because they turn into something that flies, which but is wonderful. But the bloom is beautiful. Yep. I love the big old leaves on the catalpa. I love the word catalpa. Catalpa. <laughs> and I love word. the word mimosa. Mimosa. Yeah. And we had um, just up the hill from where we're sitting right now, Bill, we're on Delaware Street. We're at the bottom of the hill. At the top of the hill, my family lived in a little house at 10 Delaware Street. And right next to it, which was probably 12 Delaware Street, was where um, the Yates family lived. And they had a big mimosa tree in their front yard for a long time. Mm -hmm. I really remember that. And uh, Jerry Yates is mm -hmm. married to my sister now. I'm a fan of Jerry Yates. <laughs> hey, Jerry. And I also know what mimosa bark looks like. It's quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's smooth and gray. Yeah. It's a soft tree, mm -hmm. and that's why it falls. And it doesn't really live long, mm -hmm. and I think that's why people also call it a weed tree. Okay. But yeah. also, did you know that in the fall, they're, they make music? Do they? The pods of mimosas oh, hang, and okay. in the wind, they... Yeah. It's almost like a, 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 a rattle. It's yeah. beautiful and, and lonesome. Mm -hmm. So, again, to me, it's a, a multi-seasonal tree. Yeah. So, And you got to yeah. appreciate the beautiful qualities of something. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you have to just kind of try to mitigate <laughs> the bad parts mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you want the beautiful. Isn't like, that life? That's life, and that's and that is like, <laughs> like I said, that is summer right now. It's, and that's summer. It's yes. dangerous. It's oppressive. It's uh, we're, we're under heat warnings and this and that, but to me, it is glorious. Mm -hmm. You know, it is glorious. Yeah, yeah. As long as when I need to, I can go in my house get, and sit my lazy boy or, in the air or get out in the pool and float around. <laughs> that and, too, <clears throat> because when you're wet and a breeze hits you, automatic cooling. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, I just simply have always loved the feel of water mm -hmm. and just you know lying in it floating in it doesn't have to be deep uh, just that water going over you well have you heard excuse me for interrupting you you didn't interrupt ship me. and john they were they were uh, there was a man and his dog uh they were uh, internet sensations years ago dog was very old dog arthritis dog was, oh, in, I do remember dog this. was in pain yes so John took Ship out in the in the lake mm -hmm. and just held him, mm -hmm. and he was he was floating. The dog was floating, yeah. And the look on the dog's face—they did this daily. Mm -hmm. It was just the utter peace and just enjoying the moment, and it was the sweetest thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it, it transcends species, I think. Right, you know? and the dog probably didn't know that if he got out in the water and just floated, he wouldn't hurt, mm -hmm. because. I have pretty bad arthritis mm -hmm. in both of my hips. Mm -hmm. And when I get out in the water and I swim and I float, and I, do, I feel no pain mm -hmm. whatsoever. And that's the only place where I don't So that's feel pain. Another, another reason why it's such a, you love it so much, mm -hmm. you know. Well, now, yeah. Certainly. certainly. <laughs> now that I'm 61. Another so addition decrepit. to why you love it so much. <laughs> <clears throat> certainly. But when I was a child and we grew up here in this little town that I'm still sitting in today, Locust Grove. Um, just a couple of miles outside of town, there is the Snake Creek, mm -hmm. which uh, runs into Spring Creek, which you mentioned. And, uh, and then it eventually peters out somewhere east of town. But we grew up in uh, a little house down on Snake Creek Road. We got on our bikes and we would ride down to what we called the Dip. Mm -hmm. It was a little swimming hole and we called it the Dip, the dip. because the road dipped down and there was a low water the water bridge and there was a big yellow sign that said dip, dip. Mm -hmm. so that was the dip and when i was thinking about summertime poems 
I yes. I went back to a poem I wrote about my two sisters and I um, at the dip, and there was one on one side of the the low water bridge. It was shallow, and all the little kids would play there. And then on the other side, it was deeper and a little bit snakier, and um, and the water would run through the tunnels on both sides. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I wrote a little poem, and it was based on a photograph that my mom took of the three of us. And which I'll have posted on wackypointlife.com. I just love it. <laughs> three of Cups. Here we go, all three girls bubbling from peppermint striped inner tubes. Our ruffled swimsuits match, but not in color. Black and white photos hold this back, unlike the drains under the road channeling cold water to our favorite swim spot. We smile at Mom's camera. The diamond yellow sign says, Dip, just before the creek. I took my son there once, after the divorce was final. He laughed at the dip sign. Both up and downstream, the bed was dry, and brown oak leaves whispered on the rocks. Mm -mm -mm. Passage of time. Mm -mm. Yes, (laughs) but what a summer. You know, and that, I'm sure your sisters have very similar memory. Oh, what we a, have such what great memories. Indelible memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eating bologna sandwiches and green grapes, sitting up there oh, on man. the rocks with mom on the blanket and crawdads. Mm-hmm. Simple you know, things. Biting our toes. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> The simple things. Yeah. Yes. And they did something, you know, road work, and they kind of rerouted things, and there's no water there now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's you sad. know, like the song says, some call it progress. <laughs> I disagree. You know, it might have. I, I think it contributed. Uh, our friend Sandy, she lives farther down that road. Oh. And she's got a little bit of the creek in her backyard, and she might have a little bit of creek there now oh, because cool. they stopped it up there. So yeah, yeah. That's Sandy. It worked Certainly. out. You just can't go swim at the dip oh. anymore. <laughs> yep. Took a dip in the dip. Now no longer dipping in the dip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I called it Three of Cups because there is a tarot, tarot card that's a Three of Cups, mm-hmm. and it's usually depicted as as three women. Mm-hmm. You know, holding up chalices. It's a it's a water um, imagery. The cups are you know like the water. What I'm trying to say. Are the elements? The water element in tar- in the tarot, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, community and support. Which yeah, is how appropriate. Fellowship. How appropriate. Yeah, yeah. For your because that is the epitome of your sisters, mm-hmm. Roxanne and Kelly, and mm-hmm. you. And you yeah. guys are kind of a, and I've said this, and I don't mean, there's a synergy about the three of you, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm i sure I'm not the only one who's noticed it, so. Well, cool. you know, it may have sta- uh, started in the water of, of Snake Creek mm-hmm. yep. in the uh, late 60s. Late 60s. <laughs> good good times. Good times. Summertime. Summertime. In the, summertime and the swimming is easy. Time. That's another song. Oh, that gorgeous song, Summertime and the Living is Easy. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Sultry. You know, yeah. I didn't know a lot of the background of that song, so I did look that up, too. Because, I mean, today I think probably most people know the Janis Joplin version, right? Uh, is that pro- the one you're thinking about? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the, is it is it um, Billy or Ella? Um, Billy Holiday had a wonderful version of Billie it, too. Billy Holiday. And then the best version of it is the Ella Fitzgerald, Ella Fitzgerald. Louis Armstrong yeah. version from love, Porgy and Bess. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's my favorite version. Yes. I didn't know Janis Joplin sang this. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dagger starer. Um, 
I do not know that. Oh, yeah. you got to go look that up. And the opening guitar riff okay. on that from Big Brother and the Holding Company. Yeah. Okay. All right. All yeah. right. And then the bass comes in. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. But, yes, the Ella Fitzgerald Louis Armstrong right. version right. is the absolute best version. George and Ira Gershwin mm. song. Lyrics by DuBose Hayward. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Good, good writing. It's kind of... Um, you know, Billie Holiday sings it. It's very much the jazzy blues mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. sound to it. And uh, but the, the Janis Joplin version, she just you know her voice. She just kind of oh, tries yes. to it becomes a this sort of psychedelic rock song. Sure, love Janis, <laughs> love her. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful song too. Your daddy's rich and your mom's good looking. That's like baby. you got it. You got it made from both sides of the gene pool. <laughs> you know, fish are jumping mm-hmm. and the cotton's high. Cotton's high. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Summertime mm-hmm. time. Lovely, lovely. Yes. Well, we might have have we have we said everything? Not really, because summer we we said everything probably we can for this session. But you know, summer is like I said, this has been just a plethora of uh, inspiration for me. You know, yeah, yeah. I didn't even get to this Paul Lawrence Dunbar poem that I was gonna gonna read. Well, do you want to do you want to fit it in or or or? or? We're at forty five minutes. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, but it's a lovely point. Well, let's do it because if you don't, you're going to regret it. You and know we just we our sister trip that we just took a couple of weeks ago. We went up into Indianapolis and in Ohio, and Dunbar was from Ohio. And I really wanted to go. His home is a museum, mm-hmm. but it's only open on the days that we were not there. Oh. And I actually even emailed them and asked them, oh, "Can you know we open?" And they oh, no. didn't get a good oh. response. So anyway. Um, yeah, he was from Dayton, Ohio. One one of the um, first uh, black poets, African American poets, really gained big recognition in the United States. Certainly, and certainly. lived a tragically very short life because oh. of tuberculosis. Oh man! Anyway, this is a poem called "In Summer," and he wrote a lot of poems about summer. Okay, this one's called "In Summer." Oh, summer has clothed clothed the earth in a cloak from the loom of the sun and a mantle too of the sky's soft blue and a belt where the rivers run and now for the kiss of the wind and the touch of the air's soft hands with the rest from strife and the heat of life with the freedom of lakes and lands i envy the farmer's boy who sings as he follows the plow while the shining green of the young blades lean to the breezes that cool his brow he sings to the dewy morn no thought of another's ear But the song he sings is a chant for kings and the whole wide world to hear. He sings of the joys of life, of the pleasures of work and rest. From an overfull heart, without aim or art, tis a song of the merriest. O you he tool in the town, and ye who mull in the mart, hear the artless song, and your faith made strong shall renew your joy of heart. O poor were the worth of the world, if never a song were heard, if the sting of grief had no relief, and never a heart were stirred. So long as the streams run down, and as long as the robins trill, let us taunt old care with a merry air, and sing in the face of ill. Amen and amen. Amen Mm -hmm. in summer. Thank you, Paul. In summer. In summer, in perpetuity. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. Thanks for being with us. Yes. Share the word. Yeah, comment. Get in touch with us. We'll Let us know. We'll come back with, we don't know, something next send, time. Send complaints on $20 bills and we'll address them. <laughs> <laughs> or send your accolades and not send your complaints accolades. on dollar bills or, you know, $50 bills will work too. Or just, you know, put it in a Sucrets uh, tin. Yes. <laughs> I call them sucrets, but she call them sucrets. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. It's but, about that I've had a little bit too much of this nineteen crimes. But I just want that anyone, that, anyone that came to anyone that came to WordFest come to the event later this month, mm-hmm. please. You know, uh, yeah. certainly. And see all see all that we're doing on rompoetry.com. Yes. And go to wackypoemlife.com and you know. Do your thing. We appreciate you. We certainly do. Mm, Bye guys. Mm-hmm.